Bro, honestly, no, you look like Axl Rose, bro. <laughs> I know, fuck, I get that all the time. Like Axl Rose. You should just grow your hair a bit long, bro. Does not want to look like Axl Rose, bro? <laughs> no, bro, no, bro. <laughs> fuck, bro. <laughs> Maybe if it, it was 87, maybe. You know? Walk around in boxers, bro. Walk into work in your boxers and a tight Welcome to another episode of Just Us Dads. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Dadversation. We do appreciate it. And if this is the first time we meet, head on over to YouTube, subscribe and like. Follow us on all social media platforms as well as audio uh, platforms as well. Um, George is at work at the present moment. He can't be with us. So we do have our regular guest that enjoys filling in. Uh, Panos is here with us. And so is Chris. Gentlemen, how are you? That's that's your cue, panel. So you can you can you can. Oh, speak hold on, guys. Yeah, uh, sorry, guys. I'm a little rusty. I'm a little rusty. Uh, uh, I'm I'm outstanding. I'm outstanding. I'm I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, George. It's it's good to see you. Last time last time you were on the you're on the episode. Um, you were telling us about the carnivore diet. You look great. You look fantastic. Are you still on that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just finished having a. Oh, wow. uh, uh, 20 ouncer was beautiful was good because we because we were wondering and for the people listening like as soon as a couple days after we aired that uh, that episode you sent us a picture of your blood uh, your blood work of your test results and you had uh, what was it it was your, your uric acid or urea that was high uh, a little bit of urea yeah and i had a i had a high ldl obviously <laughs> with all the cholesterol but uh yeah, yeah so, but so, I'm, so, i'm feeling good it's funny because we, we we had a little meeting yesterday, and George was wondering, is Pamela still doing that diet with all, with those results, those blood uh, those blood results? I'm like, I don't know. We'll ask him. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been I've been at it. Uh, had a couple of cheat days here and there, and I'll be honest with you, it uh, didn't feel too good. Uh, actually, when was it? Valentine's Day. I had uh, had some cake with my wife. It made me feel like shit. And. Uh, Yeah, regretted it like instantly. Like, like I ate it. I think like 30 seconds later, I was like, "Oh God, this is gonna be a long night." I felt like shit. Didn't want to come out 60 seconds later. Oh my God, dude! It was like it was horrible. And uh, <laughs> and that's it. No, I'm 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 back on it. I've been doing it since uh, August 4th. I still haven't had alcohol, guys. Like not even a sip. Like uh, Christmas, New Year's, nothing. Valentine's nothing, guys. Zero, zero. Let, zero. let me ask you something. Uh, Pano, mm -hmm. do you hate happiness? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what, guys? I, I just, I don't know, man. It's like we're living through times now that, you know what? I, I, who are you going to drink with? You're going to come home and just drink by yourself. I don't know. I I, I, I don't miss it at all. Uh, I don't crave sugar at all. It's it's a little bit weird to say, but I, I don't crave it. And when I have it, I feel like shit. But I crave I crave steak. I crave meat. I just want to eat meat all the time. Well, look, you do you do have a point in the sense that we're we're less social now, right? For the for a year almost, so we don't go out. There's you don't you don't have that temptation to oh, let's go out with a couple friends and uh -huh. you get a drink and all that stuff. So he's right. I mean, 
it's very rare that I, uh, first of all, I don't drink that much to begin with, but uh, to come home and to think, oh, let me pour myself a drink. Yeah, that doesn't really happen. Like I, I need company uh, to have a drink. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not everyone though. A lot of people, a lot of people will drink not to be lonely. Uh, absolutely, like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or, or yeah, or well, not in that category. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm with you there. I don't come home and say, "Oh, okay, let's pour a glass of wine or scone, yeah. whatever." Yeah. I've done it for four years, four and a half years, I think I did it. No alcohol. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. So I understand but, where you're going, but I've also had like a bottle in a day. <laughs> well look you know what there's something I, 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 big extremes big like yeah you know what i also tried to cut coffee that was very fucking hard guys like that was like i did it for like about two weeks i was like buzzing like it was so tough so hard i was in a coffee drinker that chris too you drink a lot of coffee I, i'm not i'm not that big on coffee like honestly coffee too it's the same like alcohol if i don't have anyone over to drink coffee with or like i don't have the urge to have coffee and it's i can remember who i was talking uh, to about this and uh, they were freaking out they're like what do you mean you wake up in the morning and you don't make coffee i'm like no like at all like there's no oh. i can go either way i can go either way i can I'm, have I'm, I, I can I'm have jealous. eight coffees in a day or i can have none for three days in a row nothing yeah it's just, it depends depends on my moods but the carnivore diet is good man you kept it uh i, I remember i did it i had great results and uh I got worried about my cholesterol, so I stopped the carnivore diet and gained 25 pounds back. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I, I, look, dude, I, I, I don't know. I might be a, I might be a walking heart attack. I, I, I don't know, man, but I just I just feel good, guys. I, I can't explain it. I, I don't know what it is. Like, I know, I know, I'm, I know. I, I know. I'm, I'm scheduled. I'm scheduled to do another blood test. We'll see. The doctor wants to put me on statins. I'm like, no. So uh, what? Statins. Uh, he wants he wants me to get you know medication for 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 the cholesterol and i told him no i said this is what i'm doing is this okay let's just check it out but it's it's my cholesterol is like my bad cholesterol is double my good cholesterol so that's a good ratio i don't have triglycerides uh, i don't have high blood pressure i don't have anything else so i don't know that's what got me worried pano too because uh, i know exactly what you're saying i can echo everything you're saying i felt great my skin felt good I felt lean. I only craved my meat. And uh, I got the best results I've ever had. My skin looked better, right? I slept better. Uh, I ate uh, meat two to three times a day for a month and a half, almost two months. No medication. Didn't get gout. And you know what? I got a gout attack like uh, three weeks ago. It's weird. It's, it's, it's just... But, 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 I don't but, but that's what I'm... See that's that's what I'm saying. I'm saying you see, like you get you have all that good, but we, we fear the 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 cholesterol. Which... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fear it, man, because that that that's what that's what the general scientific consensus is. Be afraid of cholesterol, especially the bad one. The good one, you want it to bring it high, but you can bring it up with exercise. But the but bad you know one is just what of, you eat. I'm reading a lot of like the bad one. You know, LDL acts like a bus in your system, right? So if you have also elevated H, uh, sorry, yeah, HDL, which is a good one, all that LDL is going to do is just transport it. So if you have other issues, yeah, it's, 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 it's a big, it's a big, you got to be, you got to be careful because you have now a bus that, that's going to transport it, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm not reading, I'm reading, I don't know, man. It's, it's, I don't no, know. No, I get I you, man. I get you. I understand what you look. I, I read the, the Sean Baker's 
the Dr. Berry's, the Sal- Saladino, Paul Saladino, yeah. is that it? Do- yeah, yeah. I understand. It's almost going against the current, these guys, and they make sense in what they're saying. Uh, but you're right. It's like whatever we've been fed, we fear it. And that's what got me out of it. And my wife is telling me, why don't you go back on it? Because she's the reminder. She's like, hey, you felt good, right? Because yeah. she was the observer. Like I would go through it, but she observed me. Yeah. And, and it's like, yeah. But uh, panel last time, because you were on and I think you were like at the beginning or it was just a couple of months that you were doing it. And the, the whole idea was for you to kind of cleanse and then start slowly, slowly introducing other elements in your diet to see how your body would react. And if whether you mm-hmm. incorporate it or ditch it entirely, uh, did you start that at all? Did you start putting any, I don't know, salads or anything else like potatoes? Or no, it's just meat. No. <laughs> no, just me, dude. Just you know what? I, honestly, I don't want to. You know, like how Chris is talking about, like he doesn't want to risk it. You know, cholesterol and like I don't want to risk. I'm the opposite. I don't want to risk eating. Like I just ate a cake, guys, and I felt like shit. I just don't want to risk it, and then my colitis comes back, and I get a flare, and I'm like, you know, fuck. I don't want to start from scratch again. You know what I mean? So. I'm just at this yeah. point, I'm just listening to my body. My body's saying you're feeling good. Um, obviously with colitis, it's a little bit like you gotta you gotta also make sure that that you can't go by feel. You gotta get scoped to see what's going on inside. So eventually I'm gonna schedule uh, another colonoscopy. But look, I mean, so far so good. Yeah, that's the paradox, man. That's the paradox of that diet. And that's why it's controversial, because with everything you're doing. You shouldn't be feeling good. You should be getting fatter and more lethargic. Yet it's ancestral. So people have linked it to what we used to eat. Exactly. So it kind of makes sense. So, but it's, it's just so weird. But I, I, I'm with you there on the feelings, on how you feel and all that stuff. I went through it. And um, uh, yeah, uh, it's exactly what you're saying. And that's what's making me go back. But then, you know, I did my blood work. It was high cholesterol. I, I'd done it before because it's very close to keto. Right. And I had done a, a sort of like carnivore diet close to keto with very, very low carbs. And um, I had, my cholesterol was very high. And then I did the carnivore diet and then I did a blood test right after. And uh, again, the cholesterol. So my doctor was like, he has this little app. He put in some numbers. He's like, your uncle yeah. died from a heart attack. Your numbers are here. So he gave me my uh, percentage like for, for a heart attack risk. But it was very, very low. But I'm obese, right? So it's like, you could play with it a little bit more. I think I find me, it scared me a little bit. You know, it scared me a little bit when even, even, even though the percentage was low for, for uh, risk of heart attack, but it was like, Hey man, what a way, you know, it's like, you're trying to be healthier. It's, it's what if it's what if, and I'm with you. I know the science is divided, like with everything, like we've said this many times on the, on the podcast, science is divided in a lot of ways with a lot of different uh subjects and topics and this is one of those but the guys are like advocating for it men are really like convinced dude it's and, <laughs> and, I, and they I, could persuade you they, they, they could influence you to to do it and that's how i did it and i'm, I'm telling you it's weird because i want to go back to it it was I the just, best feeling i've had i i you know and i tell people just try it for 30 days to see how you feel you know and um Look, I, I don't want to, like, when people ask me, what do you do? I, I, I don't even want to, like, I don't even tell people, you know, oh, I see you eat a lot of meat and you do this. Tell me a little bit about your diet. And, like, I, I try to avoid it because every time I try to have a conversation, people look at me like, 
the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? What's wrong? You're going to die. You're this, you're that. So I just try to avoid it. Like I'll, many people have called me and said, look, what are you doing, man? Like, what are you just eating all meat? That's all you're doing. Yeah. I just, just eat all meat, you know, but look, I mean, it's, I'm trying it. It's good. I don't know how longer I'm going to do this, but whatever, man, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I'll keep you guys posted. And I don't want to reiterate because we've been through this, but the only downside, like the only, let's say negative effect, I guess, was the explosive diarrhea. Uh, I'm long gone. I don't have that anymore. Oh, Actually, man. you know what? Dude, it was I, crazy. I, I, I don't poop much. I'll be honest with you. Okay. I don't poop much because obviously yeah. you're not, you're not eating fiber, right? There's, there's not much fiber. So yeah, yeah. you're, po- you're, 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 you just have small, small poops, man. <laughs> like uh, at right? the beginning, and I wasn't used to that. At the beginning, I was afraid to take deep breaths. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> you just have to be careful. You, you don't burp. You don't. You don't burp. Like you, you, just, just, you <laughs> yeah. can't burp. You can't. No, yawn, no, can't, no uh, sudden movements. No sudden movements. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no sudden movements. No sudden movements. You just don't yeah, know. Yeah, you yeah. just don't know what could end up. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But that left after I think three weeks, two and a half. Yeah, weeks. I think it's you go through an adaptation period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fight. I also fight. had a, I, I got I got a, a bad keto rash that sucked. A keto rash? Yeah, it's it's a keto. I didn't even know, dude. I just got this rash out of nowhere. I started freaking out, and then I looked it up. It's a keto rash. So when when you're when you're on keto, your body like transitions, goes through some. I don't know what the fuck it was. Ketosis. And I, yeah. and I just had like a, a a a rash on like my arms and my legs. I was like freaking out, and then I looked it up, and it's apparently it's a keto rash. It went away, and that was it. Yeah. But it, yeah, because your carbs are almost zero. You don't need. You're not eating carbs. Zero carbs. And, and so it is keto. It's just a stricter way. It's a strict. It's a. It's way stricter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's way stricter. So what? And that causes skin irritation. I don't know. I, I guess it's the way your body's transitioning, trying to figure shit out. It's not maybe used to being keto on ketosis all the time. So it just I don't know. It freaks out by giving you a rash. So I guess that's what it is. I don't know. I, I wasn't really too worried about it. It was. It just itched for a couple of days and then it just went away. Well, look, man, the good news is that you're looking great. Uh, much Thank you, buddy. You so uh, <laughs> obviously something seems to be working. I, I saw that your brother's losing weight too. Is he doing the same thing or is he following like a more traditional route? No, he thinks I'm nuts. So he just uh, he's just doing yeah, more traditional. Uh, fruits, and fruits and vegetables, right? Fruits and vegetables, fruits and vegetables, <laughs> exactly. But that's good, Bobby. Because yeah. when you do that, I mean, it kind of gets you uh, to, to learn how to discipline yourself, right? Where you need to watch what you eat obviously you watch what you eat as well but if you're following a more uh traditional route where there's more training and physical activity involved it's not a bad thing i mean uh, and this is the biggest problem that we have right i was training almost consistently up until mid-november end of november where my shoulder came out i got injured and then it just stopped i still haven't so i'm, I'm every week i'm like i gotta pick it up again i gotta pick it up again but it's just so difficult to put yourself in that uh, consistency, right? So, uh, I mean, if the kid is doing it, good for him. Fuck, I don't know. I mean, it, it's 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 my biggest challenge just to f- do it. You know, to say that every day at between that time and that time, it's training. You know, or like eight to nine or seven, whatever. I don't know. I know that you wake up in the morning and you train, and it, it's the it's the hardest thing for me. It's the hardest thing for me. And you know, we've done and we've had this conversation with Chris so many times. You know, we we we've we've achieved so many things. We've accomplished all these you know, all these things. And the one thing that we just can't seem to just get through our head is train, <laughs> dude, from seven to eight train. That's it. That's all. That's what you're doing. And it's just so difficult. I don't know why we just fail at it. You know, 
you know what? I started training. Uh, actually, it's been it's been a couple of months now with my wife. So we actually wake up together and we train. So there's some days that you don't feel like it. She motivates you, and then some days, you know, like you train, know, train, uh, or or train. Yeah, yeah, we train. Like I have a I have a workout. I have a we. I used to. Uh, <laughs> there's train training and there's training you know <laughs> training no but you know that counts dude you get that, that you get that heart heart rate up so it counts as training that so um it's just not gonna be maybe a 30 minute workout it might be quicker but hey it is what it is uh yeah so we, we, we motivate we, we motivate each other and you know look it's fun it's something that we do together and uh that's it how does that work with the kids? Tell me, because the kids wake up at what time now for school and all that stuff? So they, they'll wake up at about 6.20. So if you wake up at 5, you wake up at 5, you get a workout in, and that's it. You got to wake up early, man. I told you this, George. I've told you this 100 times. You got to beat the sun, buddy. That's your problem. You're not beating the sun. Beat the sun. Start the day with a win, my friend. Can't do it. Can't do it. No, no, you can't do it. You could, you could, you just. No, there's nothing you can do. Yes, you could, but uh, the truth is, it's because no. you. No, it's it's not. You can't do it. It's you don't want to do it. I don't, I don't want to. I I, okay. I enjoy my sleep like thoroughly. Okay, there like, you go. I, I gotta. <laughs> I enjoy it. There, you got your answer, George. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Keep sleeping. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. But that doesn't tire you for the rest of your day. Like you wake up at five, I guess, in the morning to train. Uh, you get the kids ready and then you're off to work. By the time you close up all the stores and come back, aren't you shot? No. Listen, to it hits me at about, let's see now, what is that? In about half an hour, it's going to hit me. I'll yeah. get tired. But actually, as a matter of fact, when I don't work out, I feel I feel more tired. Right. You know, when, when you work out, I don't know. I guess it's, you get a hit, hit of dopamine and, and you're, you're up and running. Like, I mean, I function well when I train in the morning. Yeah, yeah. This is not right, a secret, so. guys. Like you know, that, 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 that honestly has worked for me too. Because at night, it just it doesn't work. I can't work out at night. Forget me. Like I, I can't. There's no way. Like if I miss a workout in the morning, there's no way I'm going to do that workout um, at night. There's no way. There's no way. And and, and your <laughs> wife with that schedule, she's fine there. Like uh, it's it's consistent. Five o'clock, boom, she's up, and uh, you guys are. Uh, yeah, she's up. Look, we have our, I mean, it's not uh, rosy, rosy when we wake up and it's let's go, let's go. Like, I mean, you know, we're, there's some days you're, you know, she's dragging her feet. I'm dragging my feet. I don't feel like it. She doesn't, you know, but it's good when you do it together. At least one will motivate you to say, okay. And, and then you know how it is. As soon as you start lifting that weight or you start doing the first three exercises, you're good, man. It's over. You're there. That, that, you see, that's the formula. It, it's it's simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. It's yeah. You just it's, gotta you have do to it. do it even when you don't feel like doing. It. Yeah, you got to do like, it even when you don't feel like it. That's it. And and, yeah. and guys, I, 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 look, if we, we could take something positive out of the corona, I, I I personally could say that with this whole pandemic, I'm in the best shape of my life that I've been. I'm not in my life, but that I've been in a while. You know what I mean? So I've been. I'm I'm at my weight that I was back in university. In the good old days, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so you know, like I know, I, I feel good, man. I feel good, but it's it's like I said, it's 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 you just got you know. Listen, this is the problem. The problem is, is that why is it a diet? There's the word die inside. You can't have whatever you do in life. It's got to be part of your life. It's got to be lifestyle, right? So you, if you're gonna do something and you're gonna do it for thirty days, dude, don't, don't fucking do it because you're gonna go back to the old routine anyway. You know what I mean? So just you, whatever you do, it's got to be part of your life, and you gotta, you know. 
Yeah, you have to integrate mm-hmm. it in your um, your daily routine. And I've, said, I've given this example many times. Like the same way that you wake up in the morning and there's no way in hell that you can leave the house without brushing your teeth or putting on deodorant, for example. That's right. Like you can't. Like if I, I if I wake up, first of all, there's no way that I can. It's almost automatic. You wake up, you go to the bathroom, and you're right there. You brush your teeth. You put like it, it's an, it, it's become like a staple. You know, it's like you have to do it. That's how I always wished that training would become from because there are people that we know that do that, right? I mean, it's like yeah, if yeah. They get their training in, there's something unnatural that happens, you know, like they have to. Uh, mm. It's like an impossibility that they go on uh, throughout their day without uh, without training. And I have tried to get that incorporated in my life, and it, I've just failed consistently. So it's just a, it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's hard, man. I look, I did it too. I was training with Nick and with, and my wife, we would go to Nick's three times, <clears throat> sorry, three times a week. <clears throat> sorry about that. And it was, and we did it for a long time. So three times a week consistently, sometimes on the weekends as well. And it felt so good, good mm-hmm. results. That's when I lost a lot of weight eating right. And it was with my wife. So it was like, Hey, no excuse, you know, five o'clock, five we got to be there. So it was in the calendar. It was in the agenda that the problem is the second you stop, man, you stop. And you, let's say you stop and you stop for a long time. It's like, Oh man, to build that momentum again. Yeah, you know, that's why you just got to stay. It's easier to stay and maintain than it is to start all over again. And that's my problem. The stopping, doing, stopping, doing stopping doing like now it's like again like I, I started again and then you have to just implement it and stick with it because it's very hard to start over again yeah but so you know what guys you should look at this program called 75 hard which one was seven hard h yeah 75 hard it's this guy i, I follow oh, him he's I, awesome I by the way been trying to do uh like uh but that's 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 extreme though Pano. Like, I, I know but but you know what george the thing is with extreme if you want to accomplish something like this and you want to be able to 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 get into that routine you need to look at something extreme like i mean look if you look, for everyone watching or listening explain to explain what that is so because we, before hard, wait wait Tom, before you explain because it sounded like uh, you're advertising something for viagra so 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 75 hard is, is is a gentleman his name is andy Fursella. he's a ceo of a, a supplement oh, yeah. company uh, called First Form. So I I had started following him uh, when I had gone to Grand Cardone's convention in Miami, the first one he ever did, and he was one of the guest speakers. And I and I and I absolutely fell in love with this guy. He was raw, he was authentic, uh, and he didn't try to sell you a bunch of crap, right? So he 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 basically poured poured knowledge into people, but really. Like all these guys that were guest speakers at Grand Cardone's event had something to sell. So they would give you a little bit of content and then would just push product on you, right? Yeah, upsell. But this guy, yeah. Upsell. But this guy didn't. This guy was just raw, authentic. I just love the way he spoke. So I ended up following him. So he came out with this program called 75 Hard. And it's exactly for what you're, 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 you're saying, George. It's to create discipline and consistent in, consistently con, cons, to be consistent in your life. So basically what it is, is for 75 days, you got to do a couple of things. Now, if you fail to do any of these things, you got to go back to day one. Over, yeah. So you got to do this for 75 consecutive days, which is what? Which is one workout, 45 minutes, um, workout of your choice, okay? Indoor, 
and one workout outdoor. So two workouts a day, one indoor, one outdoor. Now it could be weight training in the morning or walk, walking at night for 45 minutes. Okay. Is there uh, a reason for that or is this for variety? Just how the program is. Okay. okay. Now it's not, it's not necessarily a, a, a lose weight program. It's really to build mental toughness. Okay. The other thing is, is you got to read 10 pages of a non-fictional book every day. You got to drink one gallon of, of uh, water. You got to take a, a, a progress pick every day. And there's another one. Hold on. I'm missing one. Oh, and you got to follow a diet. A diet of your choice, any diet. You can't cheat. You can't have fucking cookies. You can't have chips. You can't drink. No alcohol. And you got to do that for 75 days. But back to George's point, that's what it is, man. Like a lot of, look, this new notion right now of dieting and regimens and all that is based on the premise of it has to be sustainable, right? That's what they've analyzed and seen, right? It's like, if the diet is not where the regimen is not sustainable, you're not going to be able to implement it in your life. It won't, you won't make any drastic life changes and then it won't, you won't adapt it to your lifestyle, right? So 75 days for a lot, look, man, some people, sometimes it's hard to do five days. No, yeah. 75 days is something, 75 days takes a a lot of willpower, right? A lot of why power. It takes a lot of planning just, just, just to be free for 75 days to do all that. You know? But that's the thing, Chris. It's, it's, you know. it's, not, it's not just doing it for 75 days. It's also the idea that if you fail, you're starting over. Another, yeah. and, and look, people that finish this program, guys, there's not many that do, but people that finish this program, dude, they, they rave about it. Not only the results that you're going to get physically, but also mental how how stronger you become, right? Yeah, and no doubt, no doubt. How how you know you say you're gonna do something and you end up doing it. And he wrote a book about it. Uh, I believe it's called Seventy Five Hard. Uh, but like it's 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 amazing. Now there's I'll tell you how hard this program is. That's why it's called hard. There's athletes like marathon runners, triathletes, people that have done Ironman that fail doing this because it's not only the physical aspect. It's all it's also the Fuck, I got to drink a gallon of water. It, it sounds easy, but dude, try to drink a gallon of water every single day. It's not easy. And you forget, right? And then you got to drink your gallon of water at nine o'clock at night. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, well, that's, it's not that it's hard. It's just that you need to break it down throughout your day, right? And, that's right. The, the diet is discipline. the hardest. The diet is but, the hardest. I don't know if the diet is the hardest, Chris. I no. Think the training. No. No? Day. no, not for me. 70, 75 days, no cheat day. You crazy. <laughs> Dude, I've been, I've been, I, no, for me right now, the hardest thing would be the, the, the two workouts, one being outside. That's for me the hardest. Well, yeah, the outside workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, it's like, it's a shitty day. You got to go do it outside. Like, even if it's minus 50, you got to go outside and do the workout. Like, unless there's a fucking tornado, but I mean, I'm just like, like you got to go, you got to go outside and get it done. So it's tough. Like I did it for the max. I did it was eight days. And then something happened. One of my kids was sick. I couldn't go outside. And I just like, oh, I, I missed it. And I'm like, fuck it. I, I'm not going to restart this. Let's just do whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I eventually, yeah, I eventually, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I could get this done. I would love to do it. Because I, I assume that what that teaches you and what that kind of ingrains in you is the fact that you need to prioritize, right? So you're saying, so you got to tell yourself, whatever happens, this 45 minutes is my time, no matter That's what. Right. That's it. You know what I mean? And I have to do it in the morning or at night or what, however you want to divide that in your day. It's, it's so wait, it's, it's a 45 minute workout outdoors plus a 45 minute workout indoors. Yeah. 
Exactly. And you got to split it. You can't do it back to back. So it's got to be like, you do it. Let's say, for example, in the morning, you'll do your workout. But very like, hard. Um, very hard. It's very difficult. It's not, it's, so, look, so you, you know what? So you can't, for example, wake up in the morning, go for a walk, 45 <laughs> minutes, come back home and do your training. Look, I'm guessing like you, you can't do that. Do I mean, it's not the end of the... Yeah, like, you know, you could just walk. Like, I, I told my plan was work out in the morning, just do a workout, just whatever. Whatever, I have an app, it gives me a workout, I'll do my workout, 45 minutes, it's cool. And then at night, I would walk. But the, the problem is that at night, you're ripped. So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk. I'm at work, I'm going to take a break, I'm going to take my lunch break, and I'm just going to go walk, right? Just take 45 minutes and just go walk and then come back. Well, you get busy at work, you, get, you can't really t- take that time. So it was hard, right? So... I don't know. I just gotta like. Mm. I think Look, you gotta it, go. You gotta get into it with a plan. It's a very, it, it's a very strict program, right? Very stringent. But you know what? Even a little alteration to the program is gonna give you good results. The way it sounds, the way you're saying it, let's say, let's say it's seventy-five days and you fail halfway, you're still gonna get results. Yeah. You know, it, that's you, how. That's how. That's how you're hard right. This thing sounds. You know you're I mean? right, but imagine. Imagine you you alter it the way you want it, and then you finish your seventy five days. I don't think you're gonna feel accomplished. That's what I feel. The, me personally, Panos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you understand yeah. what I mean? Like in my mind, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be like, "Fuck!" You know, I I didn't really do it. Yeah. I cheated. Because the program myself. says seventy five days. So that's what it is. You check right? mark. Yeah, do yeah. it. You know, you're yeah. not part of that, dude. There's a whole movement on this. There's a whole like. Because it's boy, it's it's men and women that have, have did this. It's like you're part of a club once you finish this. It's like a whole. Let, let's do just as dads, seventy five hard men. Let's do it. <laughs> Fucking way we're doing this, bro. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Let's all try. Right. It. Listen, you know what? If I could get a couple of guys and we all do this together, like I, I, you need look accountability. One motivating the other. It's required, man. Guys, you know, I got you, it. I got it. I got. Well, Carl, we, we could invite Carl, but he lost a lot of weight. This guy. He lost a lot of weight, yeah. This guy look, he look, doesn't need to lose. And you don't need to lose either, man. But it's not anyway. a matter of losing. It's just it's about a confidence. It's a just knowing that that's right. you set your mind at it and you did it. Look, I'm not an expert, man. I'm far from being an expert when it comes to training or fitness. But the way that I would do it, if I were to do it, I think it comes down to prioritizing. So you just have to break it down, break down your day. This 45 minutes is I'm busy. Uh I need three gallons a day. Okay, let's break that down. What does that come it's out? One it's, gallon. It's, it's, one not, gallon. it's not prioritizing. One gallon, sorry. It's, it's not prioritizing. This is this this will test your whole being. This yeah. is willpower. This is your fuel is on empty and you still gotta do it. I'm just yeah. curious. Does this guy have to- <laughs> this guy was 300 pounds, guys? And 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 he, he 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 listen, he had a supplement, he started with a supplement store, and then like his story is amazing. But the guy was selling supplements, he was like 300 pounds, you know what I mean? So he wanted to obviously change his image. This guy almost died. He got stabbed in the face. Like you, like his story is really, really interesting. Look, like look him up, Andy Frisella. The guy, I'm telling yeah, you, I know what you're I, talking about. Yeah, I, I listened to his podcast. He's uh, was he a speaker at the Cardone, the 10x? Yeah, yeah, he was on, on, the, story, on the first yeah. one I went. Yeah, now he doesn't do any more speaking gigs. He's like so anti uh, anti speaking gigs because he finds that a lot of people are bullshit out there and they're just there to really sell stuff to you and not really help you. Um, well, yeah, I, there's been like, there's a few guys that have really like put a stigma on this industry. Yeah. You know, it's a good industry. It just, it, it, it was overdone and a, and a lot of people went in there and, you know, yeah. ruined the so. name because it's a good industry. So. But anyway, uh, not so March 1st guys. No, 
Us three, we get, we, get, we get your George. We get your brother. Well, yeah, my brother. No, but and the other the hard thing now is, and of course, look, we, you can sit and find excuses if you want to, but with a curfew, what are you gonna do? You know, you're gonna put your kids to bed at seven, seven thirty. You don't even have time to go out and walk. Don't get us started on the curfew, George. Uh, curfew. Stop, stop poking. Stop poking. I, I have a guys. I have a question. They just announced that 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 they're opening the movie theaters, right? Uh, I'm not sure if they're gonna open though. Yeah. Yeah, but no popcorn, no popcorn, no food. Well, no. Look, this is this is what happened. So they want during the March break, and I'm assuming that if they're opening them now, it's so they can keep them open. Like they would, it, it, it doesn't make sense for them to open for one week and then close them up again. So for them, it's kind of like the introduction of having them open. So the thing is this. They want to reopen the movie theaters, obviously, with uh, the, you know, different measures like masks and the limited number of people that have access to, mm-hmm. the, to the movie theater, which is so, so that they can respect the social distancing uh, uh, measures. Um, so the curfew still stands at eight, which means that these cinemas need to show, you know, maximum until 730 or seven or whatever the time in order to allow the people uh, the, the, the time to, to get back home. And no concession stands, so no food, no drinks, none of that stuff. So you had the Guto that came out, and he's like, there's no way that we can even be profitable. So even if you allow us to open, I don't think I will. Because a lot, because him, he, he's fine. I mean, he's a big uh, chain. He has the matinees. He can have theaters during the day. But a lot of the movie theaters don't. They okay. open up at 6, 6.30. They get the 7 o'clock show and then the 9 o'clock show, and then they close, right? And a lot of them, they, they depend so much on on the popcorn and the drinks because, I mean, you know, you pay 50 That's where the profit is. Of course. Yeah. Like, you're paying a $15 uh, ticket to go watch a movie and you're paying double that to get a popcorn and a Coke. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, well, yeah, the, the rest is expenses. Exactly. Yeah. So, so they're not so sure if it's, uh, if it's profitable. So I think today they, 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 they were supposed to have a meeting. Uh, I don't know. Look up to see what happened. But you see, they say things and you think about them. <laughs> it's, it's like, let's say things and then think about them. Yeah, there's a lot of things that don't make. Don't poke the bear, George. I don't want to talk about this, man. It's like uh... no, no, no. There's no. It's not about poking bear. I, I just brought it up because it's it's something. I mean, what, you're gonna do in what? You, when are you gonna go out to walk? Let's say you want to walk. You know, what I mean, so you're gonna have to reorganize your whole day. You're working till five, six. Let's say by the time you come home, dinner, kids, like forget it. You're done. You can't go out. So it becomes very difficult at this. Time. George, George, winners figure it out, buddy. You figure it out. <laughs> gotta fucking figure it out, dude. So go fucking walk at noon. Why do you gotta walk at like eight? Go walk at noon. I'm just saying that the easiest solution would be to come back home, do what you have to do, and then, like you said, go out uh, in the evening or at night, uh, have your walk, and come back home. And or why don't you walk in the morning and have a workout at night? At do home. that too. Do that. At home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You was- gotta figure it out, dude. Look, you know what? Me, I, you know what? Just going back to that, I'm poking the bear again. So that means that if they decide to give popcorn, right? Yeah. So then, like, forget about it. The restaurateurs are going to lose their mind. Of course. Yeah. That, I was having that conversation with my wife. She goes, that doesn't make sense. If they allow the movie theaters to offer food, that would totally suck for the restaurateurs who can't have people <laughs> in the premises and give guys the reason they're even debating this thing with the, with the, the theaters is because Guzzo the owner was very vocal about this. Very, very <laughs> for the whole year. But yeah, but they, 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 yeah, but they've given look. They haven't paid much attention to him because if he was that vocal and if he was that influential, they would have done something 
way before. They're just doing it now because they want to accommodate the families and the kids during March break, which, by the way, I happen to disagree with. If you want to control this, postpone March break like they're doing in Ontario. They're not having March break in March. They're having their March break in April because they want to make sure that they contain it as much as possible um, uh, now. So we're doing the opposite. We're doing the March break. And then you, you're saying that you want to contain it, but you're opening up arenas, you're opening up pools, uh, you're opening up cinemas, you're allowing people during March break to go and rent chalets or stay in hotels or whatever. I'm not so sure these are the right steps to take, but uh, to go back to Guzzo, uh yeah, he's been very vocal, and uh, but I'm not so sure that did anything. I, th- I think it's just the government trying to to score some points with families. But they're going to open a, a can of worms because, like you said, how can you offer, how can you tell the movie theaters, yes, you're allowed to sell food? And the other guy who's been screwed this entire year, and by the way, they've invested hundreds of thousands of dollars to get everything in place back in the day so they could abide by the measures. And they've been like, what, it lasted a month, maybe a month and a half last year. They did everything in their power, you know what I mean, to 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 to, to remove tables, put up uh, whatever the plexiglass, uh, change things up, and it lasted a month, and then they closed them down. I, I uh, see it differently, man. I I see it is they had to come out and say something, right? It's that point in time where enough of, of a period of time, like a stint of time, has passed. It's like okay, now we need to update the people. We need to give. We need to. Say, we need to say something, and they didn't have anything to say, so they just came up with certain things that kind of don't make sense or make sense for some people. But I think they're taking, it's improv. They're taking it like, it's almost like there's no agenda, but we need to say something. That's how I feel this is because it it, it, it it never makes sense. It's almost a trial and error. Yeah. And that's what it is. And it's, it's, a, it's almost like the saying is the expression. It's like the wise person has something to say, right? And then the fool has to say something. And they're at, I have to say something. And nothing is thought of. Nothing is really into detail. <laughs> Anyways, that's what I'm saying. A bunch of malarkey. It's always like, okay, now they're going to be like, okay, we said something now. Let's think of maybe the next month. And it's going to go to the next month. And then that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's what I mean by don't poke the bear. But, but there, there, comes, there comes a point, though, Chris, that you know what? You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna lose. You're going to lose the crowd, right? So now, now it's like. And you know what, panel? Because you. What do you mean you're not? Yeah. What do you mean you're going to lose the crowd? Like I mean, I mean, like there's 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 people now that are just fed up, dude. It's like enough's enough. It's yeah, but it's Pablo, a, look at the polls that came out last week. The guy is like nearly fifty percent. Uh, he has nearly fifty percent support. Like if he were to call an election tomorrow, according to these polls, fifty percent, like one out of two people is gonna vote for CAC. Like how much sense does that make? Like I, know, I, 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 I never was one to, to, to look at polls. I mean, uh, at least when I was working in politics and in our specific area, the polls were never representative. But this is not about this is not about politics. This is not about who you're going to vote yeah, for. That's what he's saying. Because if at some point you're going to lose the people's support. No, I, no, I'm not talking about supporting and going out and get, get winning that people's vote. Like you're losing people's confidence, not in 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 believing in all this. You understand what I mean? Like this thing is like it's it's. It's, I have a feeling that, listen, this virus is real, dude. It kills people. We get it. I get it. Right. Mm-hmm. But now it's just like, dude, the damage that is done, especially like in, in the business world, right? Like, dude, I, it's, it's tough, man. 
Like, oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's not about not, it's not about not believing in the virus or not believing in the virus. Some people don't believe in the virus, which is a position to take. Some people believe in the virus. And then you have vaxxers and anti-vaxxers and you have all that. Obviously, everything is divided. But the point is not that. The point is that if there's a solution, it's easy. It's apparent. You come up with it and then you resolve the issues. Right now, it's very, very clear that there's no solution. No one knows. So everything is an experiment. So you cannot say for sure what the solution is or what's going to happen in the future, right? So in a way, it's like, it's what would you rather have? Would you have somebody tell you the truth? Look, we don't know what we're doing. And you know what? It's up to you to think about it, which could cause chaos, could cause anarchy or whatever it causes. No, you or, would you prefer, or you can have somebody tell you a bunch of stuff that can kind of keep you in order, but it's not necessarily the truth. You don't want and that. Yeah, you, look, you don't want that, Chris. But at the same time, don't forget that this is new for everyone, for every single. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying either one or. I'm just saying we're in a situation where it's very clear, and most people understand that they don't know what they're doing, and it's fine. Yeah, I know, but you. Can... That's why I don't blame politicians. Like I'm not. I'm never going to say this. Whether whether it's whether I'm for them politically or not, I'm never going to say because of this politician, many people died, and I'm not going to say this politician treated it. He's the hero because it's it's it's. Beyond that, it's way more factors than somebody that's at the helm, right? Look, I think it's an interesting point because you have the politician that wants to show the leadership and he wants to show that I'm in control of this, even though we know that nobody mm -hmm. knows what they're doing because it's, you know, you've never lived through a, a crisis like this one in order to be able to repeat uh, the successes or to avoid the failures of the previous time. Mm -hmm. But you also have the politicians that are like, listen, we agree that we're not the experts. We don't know anything. And we're going to listen to what the health sector is telling us. Look at New Zealand. That's what New Zealand did. Zero, zero cases. The, um, a couple of days ago, they had three cases. Everything shut down again. Uh, the minute we have even one case, everything shuts down until we're back to 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 zero, and then we'll go back to, uh, and then we're gonna go back to like you know uh, uh, regular uh, you know business as usual kind of thing. So they they are respecting to the T whatever the health experts are saying. Now, if the ex if the health experts are wrong, then they're wrong. But I mean, it seems to have worked out for them, and they took like really extreme measures. They're like nobody's going out. We're talking about curfews. We're talking about everything that we're doing now. A whole year later. New Zealand did it within the first couple months, and they maintained it. They contained it. Of course, it helps the fact that they're an island lost in the, <laughs> in the Pacific. So, mm -hmm. yes, it's easier. And they're not a hub. They're not a hub. Exactly. I mean, you know, here we're talking about one of the, you know one of the largest continents that's connected to the U.S. Like it's in the middle. Yeah. yeah. So I get it. <laughs> so maybe there were some factors that played in favor, but still, I mean, they took quick action at the very beginning, and they were able to maintain it. So I think. You know, I don't know. Well, what do you want? Do you want a politician? Do you want to be in a country where you have a politician that look, look, and to say, like, look at the leadership? Yeah, this guy knows what he's doing or this girl knows what, she, what she's doing. Or do you want someone, like you said, to come out honestly and say, guys, this is an issue. We've never lived through this before. The only way forward is to listen to what the experts tell us and we have to apply it to the team. And that's it. Hey, look, I'm just I'm just making conversations. Yeah, I, don't I don't think one is better than the other. I'm just saying we're at the point now we're record we're recognizing this stuff and it's pretty apparent <laughs> you know what i mean and if you're like one of those blind believers and it's like whatever the government says well you know what it's like you know you got to take it with a grain of salt as well yeah and especially when you mentioned like um scientists right their scientists are on both ways like i mean on both sides there's scientists on both sides scientists disagree with each other now you can say what does the majority of the scientists say and now you're in a democracy it's fine right but it 
you know, the thing is when you don't want draconian measures when you're not sure what you're doing. People will accept draconian measures when you know what you're doing. But when you're not sure and you show a little bit of, uh, I don't know, a little bit of, of doubt, yeah. right? But that that's but, my point. You know that's what I mean? Point. People, exactly. People's trust in you goes down. And now it's like you cannot reinforce things you're not sure of. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a, it's a tough concept to get. But at the same time, it's like, you know, think about it. It, it's and like I, a parent. It's like a parent thinking the kid did something, not being sure, but really punishes him. Yeah, and and you yeah. know what, George, going back to to, to that whole, you know, the, going back to the vote, I don't think his vote is with the, you know, he's never going to side with with the restaurant owner. It's that's not where his vote is. I don't think that's where his vote is. You know what I mean? So, yeah. has his, if his vote was there. I believe he'd probably be a little more sympathetic. I, that's what I believe. But I don't think his vote is there. So for him, it's like, whatever. Yeah, but, it but it's it also, it's, you're right. But it's also a, a, a myopic attitude to base your vote, whether you're going to vote for him next term based on how he acted during a pandemic. Yeah. It's yeah, not fair. You know that's what right. I mean? Whether you like him or hate him, you can like the politics of CAC or you can hate the politics of CAC. But solely basing your vote on how somebody handles a pandemic, which is unprecedented which no one knows really how to handle is a weak argument. It is. I, I agree. And, I agree. Which is why I think that uh, he's still very high in the polls because traditionally, if there's a crisis that doesn't come from the political field, like if there's a, like in this case, there's like this uncontrollable crisis. Exactly. He, yeah. He usually favors the, the, the political leaders because, you know, they step up and people look at them, uh, look towards them or to them uh, for, uh, for solutions. Um, and we've seen it countless times, right? We've seen it in September 11 uh, when, you, you know, George uh, George Bush was like really free-falling in terms of his support. And then suddenly, you know, the the, the attack, the Twin Towers, and he's seen as the, you know, the, the, the U.S. hero. Let's go after these bad guys, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and we've seen, like, look at Trudeau. I mean, we can't really say that he's managing this crisis bro well, well. now you, now, you, now, now now you're now you're poking giants i know that Pano yeah. is a big fan but like, <laughs> am i the only one that's not a fan no i'm not a fan what i'm saying is that you know like the vaccine rollout like for a g7 country is it even acceptable of course not and yet he still scores very high look go the, the he half over half of the deaths across canada are in quebec he's still very high uh could things have gone differently of course things could have gone differently and that's going to be their argument we, we're doing our best blah 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 so they're being sympathetic to that argument but at the same time it's like dude you're screwing up man you're screwing up He's not screwing up. And this is not to defend him. He just they just don't know how to solve. Well, look, Think about it. Case, you have an issue, you look, you have an issue, right? And you don't know how to solve it. Nobody has the formula to solve it, right? You do not know how to get organized to solve it. You don't know what the steps are to solve it. You have no procedure, right? You have an advisory board, let's say, you have certain ideas, you have certain theories, you have certain hypotheses, and then you're not solving the problem. Nobody can tell you you're screwing up. Well, because look, in his case, I have to let's be honest. There's a lot of stuff that aren't in his control. If Quebec would have been able on its own to go and negotiate vaccines, maybe it would have been different. But we're all relying on the federal government and they completely messed it up. So we're there. Our hands are up in the air. We're like, look, we, we have a strategy for the vaccine rollout, but. You know, we're missing a key element, which is the vaccine. <laughs> you know, well, I mean? yeah, but the vaccine—that's what I'm saying. That's at the federal level. Yeah, exactly. So that's, yeah, what, I'm that's what I'm saying. That's, that's I'm defending him. Yeah, and I will defend anybody. 
is just that uh, that's why you like the guy, the president, prime minister, whatever, any leader that gets through this pandemic with good results or bad results cannot be blamed for the bad results and should not be uh, hailed for the good results. Yeah, absolutely. I think it, it's that simple. Well, no. Well, the good results, it means that you probably did something right, that you put in place a strategy that worked. So, yes, to a certain extent, like you got to uh, get. It could be, could be coincidental. It could be lucky. It could be, it could be like other parameters. It could be a lot of things. I don't know. I don't it know could how, be a lot of things. I don't know how this could be lucky, guys. Like, I mean, you need to make the, the right decisions in order to avoid um, uh, a crisis. And again, there's countries that are doing it. Uh, and that No, but that. think about it. There, there's, there's countries that are. Yeah. Okay. Look, let's, let's say we put it on the spectrum of freedom and security, right? Right. The more secure you are, the less freedom you have, the more free you are, the less secure you are. So the, the people that made the decisions to let you be free and not infringe on your, your, your rights, right. Or your freedoms. Those are the people that you're, you're probably more exposed to getting affected. Right. And then there's the other thought that says, I really want to want to secure you to protect you, but I'll take away all the freedoms. Mm -hmm. So that's a matter of preference. You can you can get it right because if somebody values his freedom over not getting the 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 infection or the virus, he'd rather have his freedom and take the risk. I'm not saying that's a good mentality. I'm just saying that exists. Well, and then the person, example. and then there's a well, many countries like Japan too, yeah. right? So um, and then there's the other side that says, you know what? I don't care about my freedom. I don't care about other people's freedoms. I want to be the most secure possible, and I need to be protected. And that's where that could get a little crazy because now you're taking very strict measures. And a lot of people have the thinking of like, my freedom doesn't end where your fear begins. So just because you, George, I'm not saying you, George, right? I'm talking generally. Just because you're a little bit scared doesn't mean that I don't have freedoms. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, that, that's the debate. So yeah, it is politicized. But at the same time, what is the solution when you have such a big spectrum? Yeah. Zero security or zero freedom? And then- Why aren't the you in the middle? Because the middle is- no curfews, get vaccinated if you want, uh, social distancing, and yeah, leave it up to you. Yeah. Yeah, but then what do you have? You have the extreme guy saying, no, 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 that's too, I don't, I don't want these measures. And then you have the person who's really, really scared that says, hey, what about him? But you're that's still going to, there's still going to be minorities. Like, I mean, well, they're going to be polar minorities, right? So and that's what happens. The most vocal people in this pandemic, it's not the, the center. I'm not talking about the political center. I'm talking about the, the people that are like, right? in the middle. Yeah. They're not very vocal, these people. They're doing what they're told. You know, they're trying. They're being respectful of other people. They're wearing their masks. Social, and But what happens is you have the people that are very, very, very scared, that are very, very vocal, and they're paranoid, and they're anxious people. And then you have the people that are on the other side that aren't afraid of anything. They're willing to take the risk, and they think everybody else is a sheep. So those are the two vocal people, and those are the people that kind of ruined the, the crisis. These are the but people my, that. But my my point, Chris, is that is that if you if you protect, if you take that the, the the secure route, right, versus and you give up freedom, you're still going to have vocal people. You do, but one way to do it, and one way would be well, this is I don't know, I heard it somewhere. I, I can't, I forget. You know, I, I hate not giving credit where it's due, but they said, why don't you isolate just the people that are at high risk? So you take away their freedoms because they're mm -hmm. high risk, right? They're high risk, right? People with uh, lung issues, I don't know, breathing issues, right? That are over 55, let's say, or 60. I don't know what the number is going to be. And I don't even know how to decide for that number. But those people that are more susceptible to getting the virus, right? Well, you 
isolate that. So they're not allowed to go out. But that was the idea. But then the rest... Yeah, that was the idea here, Chris. But the problem was that they didn't have the right resources to make sure that the seniors, uh, the, the the long-term care facilities were secure. So they thought we need to protect our elderly. Meanwhile, they're forgetting that you have, you know, one person working in a long-term care uh, in a long-term care facility that has like a route of five other ones to do. So that's how they. No, no, I get it. I get it. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that would be the solution. I'm just saying that. So the strategy, the idea was right. The strategy was wrong. I think personally, but it also exposed our health system, right? All this exposed our health system, and this is the elephant in the room that people don't want to talk about, right? Yeah. But look, see, I I think it would have been much easier at the very beginning, where everyone was eyes open and ears open. What do we do? tell us and we'll do it like that first batch of three four months where everyone was super respectful and everyone was super supportive remember the rainbows windows and everyone was like there was this huge wave of solidarity where you're preparing baskets to bring to your neighbors and blah 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 like that window was the perfect window to do exactly what for example new zealand did and say look Uh, that that i totally agree with you george because that's my point my point is as time goes by now you're losing that yeah. you understand what i mean because so you've people lost are just you've lost that's right and now you're coming back with another idea and people are like okay is this gonna work i mean we're stuck here it's been a year now and we're listening to what you're saying and it doesn't seem to be working buddy you know 100%. like, over 10, like go go to stores like I, I i'm in and out of stores guys right For, with the business that i do and i actually own two of them like we're very very strict in our store like you, you if you come in there's a person that's going to greet you they're going to clean the cart. They're going to ask you to wash your hands. You yeah. have to have a mask. And there's actually a person accounting how many people go in, how many people go out. Right. Have you been to malls lately? Have you been to Costco? Nobody's counting how many people go in and out. Yeah, no. Go to Walmart. Nobody's counting. No. There's a maximum of people that need to be in that establishment. Nobody's counting anymore. So that's well, we what I'm at, saying. I'm we just... Were at, we were at Walmart last weekend. Um, they, they do have the person cleaning the carts, but there was nobody counting. There's nobody no counting. Person. Yeah. So, so, so that's my point. My point is that the longer this goes, less people are going to social distance. People are yeah, not yeah, going to be wearing true. their masks properly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because don't, you know, forget, don't forget, we're getting also very like we're getting sensitized to this reality, right? Quote unquote reality. It's like, okay, now it's normal. We got to wear the mask, and like it's not as uh, it's not seen as urgent as it was in the beginning, where you took like five minutes to prepare yourself. So I put my mask on. Is it good? Let me make sure I got my thing. Okay. I got to go. I got to wash my hands. Make sure I keep my distance. Like you were aware of your surroundings at all times. And the mm-hmm. more the time is passing, the more you're desensitized to this whole thing. That's right. That's right. And, That's and, and, you're, and you're skipping steps. Yeah. 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 You're skipping yeah. The steps. Yeah. No, but, but that's normal. That's the natural tendency of the human being to resort to what is comfortable. And that's also, right? and that's also, for but, uh, scariest, yeah. that's also for me, the scariest thing, because when you're like Chris said, when you're in, uh, when you're implementing um, changes that are affecting your uh, individual rights and freedoms, like a curfew. And uh, you know, if, if we stop you, you get a, you get you get fined or whatever. What do you mean, stop me, man? What, what do you mean I can't be outside? What do you mean I cannot take my well, the dog? You can go walk it, but why can I not walk in the park at night? Because it makes me feel good, you know, and it's good for my psychology or whatever. Mm. Like what? So that's where people start losing their patience too. Mm-hmm. And what? That's, I'm, that's it. But what I'm worried about is, are we going to end up at at a point where the same way that we've 
that we've gotten desensitized to everything else and we're skipping steps and, you know, we're forgetful about the masks or if we're wearing the mask, we wouldn't even notice it anymore because it's such a normal thing. Are we going to get to that point where it's normal for us to have to rush home at 730 because we can't be out at eight? You, know, you understand what I'm saying? Like that's that's the area where I do not want to go because the minute you cross into that area where it's normal for you for the government to be dictating things that are removing your individual rights and freedoms, then it's really questionable. Yeah. Like, well said. Well said. And that's where I stand yeah, to you when, when, it, when it comes to curfews and stuff like that. Like if you're going to put a curfew in, you better be a thousand percent sure. <laughs> you know, it's like, you yeah, know exactly what you're doing. It's not, it's and we're all in this together. Right? Exactly. We're all in this together. And it's like, you know what, we'll do it. And you know what, if, if there was trust and people actually thought that the politicians or the experts knew what they were saying and knew what they were doing, everybody would come together and say, look, man, we'll get through this. This is what we have to do. You know what you need to do if you need to make things right. But when you don't trust your leader or you know there's some kind of insincerity or the doubt, right? Now you're just like, ooh, <laughs> that's where it gets a little crazy. You're right. I, I agree with you, man. And once you've taken that measure now, what's the next one? What are you going to say? Six o'clock. Eight o'clock is too long. Mm, let's try six. Five. What, what, yeah. what, what's the magic number? Five. Is what, it? Yeah. What bothers is that, first of all, there's no science to back it up. And the other um, uh, the other questionable thing is that ever since the curfew came into place, we saw the numbers go down. But at the same time, let's not forget that nothing was open. Yeah. Like everything is closed. So nobody could go to work. The offices were closed. Everybody's forced to work from home. Like just essential services were open. Uh, so what if that was the cause of the decrease of the cases and not the curfew. Like we don't know, right? Um, so now that slowly, slowly we're starting to reopen certain regions and you know, where some of them are going from red to orange, I think this is gonna show us a lot. Uh, it's gonna give it's us- True colors. Yeah, it's gonna give us a lot of information on whether or not it was really the curfew that brought those numbers down or the fact that nothing was open. So now that, uh, yeah, everything was closed. So now that we're opening them, let's see, does the curfew really do anything yeah. we'll see we'll see look even even at that it's very hard to like say for sure i think look uh, I, I think i think realizing that the main issue because look in the beginning the main issue was the senior population right and we know that and it was a huge catastrophe i think for quebec in general um but now the problem is in the um, the the teenage um age group where you know they leave home they go they hang out at the park or they they sneak into your kids uh into your house and they're in the basement and you know there's some parents that are much more lenient than others like oh, okay let them hang out or whatever this is where the problem is a lot of the cases now are happening in schools um i don't know why the schools have remained open uh in my opinion they should have been a lot more strict on that but knowing that that is pretty much the main cause right now uh the curfew maybe makes sense because if you know that you got to be home at by eight, it means that if I catch you walking down the street from your friend's house back home, you're in trouble. Uh, so I think they're limiting that, uh, you know, those little house parties and the house gatherings. So maybe that will help. Maybe that will help. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how that's going to have a general impact. What What's your prediction, guys? How long? How how, how much more of this? Oh, I I, I think... By the, we're stuck in this at least until the end of the year. I there's nothing based on what I'm saying, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm proved wrong completely. But based on what I'm seeing, I do not trust for a second that we're going to have all the vaccines 
available by end of September, like the federal government says. There, and I, I want people to, to 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 mark this in their calendars because so far from what we know and from what we're being promised is that by end of September, everyone who will have wanted to be vaccinated uh, could have been could, will be able to be vaccinated by end of September. So technically, it means that as we approach maybe the summertime, the greater percentage of the population should have already received their vac- their, their, their vaccine their, their vaccine so I, I have a difficulty believing that so george would you so so here, here's a question for you george will you take that vaccine no i'm not going to take that uh, well I, I i um i'm very pro-science i trust science a lot uh, I'm not, uh, you know, like my parents here have a natural remedy, uh, some mountain tea with some honey. <laughs> Win- Windex, uh, Windex, yeah, Windex. <laughs> my father's favorite uh, alcohol, you know, but uh, uh, I, I, I support and I, I completely um, agree with science, you know. This vaccine, however, is is a different one. It's not like your regular vaccine. The fact that it came out within less than a year when normally all experts were saying there is no possibility for a vaccine to be um, to be, uh, to be be had within the first three years because normally that's what it takes. The fact that we have it, and we had someone on, uh, on another episode that seems to understand he used to work in the pharmaceutical industry and there, there, there's something. It's not strange about this vaccine. It's just that it affects your genetic code. It's not. We're not. We're not inserting uh, the actual. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the actual virus inside you. And George, having- George, I think you're having a Trump moment. No, no, no. But that, that's <laughs> what Trump moment? <laughs> no. It, it, it's you just killed him right there. You just killed him. <laughs> Uh, look, I'm not an expert. But usually, vaccines they put in the actual uh, virus inside you, and your body builds the um, uh, antibodies. The antibodies to fight it. Uh, th- this is not how this vaccine works. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know the technicalities, but from the little I've read, it affects your 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 genetic code. Like, I mean, that's why you need uh, you need two. Uh, doses in order to because the first one isn't strong enough um so my mentality is that look in any case we're really far down the line in order of you know us getting the vaccine so okay the seniors and all that stuff like i'll probably tell my parents if their turn comes up to to go get it because they're vulnerable they're in that uh demographic sure uh, use your parents as guinea pigs awesome use Love it. Guinea pigs. <laughs> by the time by the time our turn comes down it is very possible that we will have beat the uh, the, the the epidemic right or we will have hmm. i don't know I, I, it's just you know a thought out of my top of my head so hmm. i'm willing to wait it out i mean <laughs> you know chris know. Uh, chris on what War, War, the vaccine? my prediction oh the vaccine uh i don't know I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit. I'm a bit like, like. Let me let me start with the prediction. I think the prediction no one knows. I think I've heard a couple of people that are in the field that are saying that things don't look good, and even if there is some kind of relief, there's worse coronaviruses to come. Yeah. Right. So this is kind of the beginning. Uh, yeah, exactly. So there's there then the idea with a vaccine is I agree with George. Yeah, there's do I want to take it? I don't think I would take it. I'm not sure yet. 
I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I think vaccines have helped a lot humanity for certain things. This might be a, a, a different case, maybe an exception, but I'm not sure yet. So I'm not saying yes or no. But at the same time, it's like a lot of people are really, really hopeful and putting like a lot of trust in this vaccine. But we're forgetting that the flu has a vaccine. There's a vaccine for flu. And mm -hmm. there's a hundred, hundred thousands of people that die every year from the flu as well. Mm -hmm. So the vaccine is one of those solutions. Let's say the solution has five check marks, right? Social distancing, mask, vaccine is in there to make the numbers drop. But I don't think it's the panacea. This is not what's going to solve everything. It's not going to solve every issue we have. Mm -hmm. So, and then again, this is me speaking. I'm not an expert either. Uh, I do follow experts. I do. I, I see a lot of contradicting uh, advice, right? A lot of different, you know, again, the science is a little bit split here. Um, there is definitely, there's not one consensus. There's not one voice on this yet, which is good because you need, you need against, you need, difference of opinion but that's where i stand so i don't know if i would take it and i don't know if if we're done what about you panel i'm yeah I, i'm i'm right with you guys I, I i feel the same way i i definitely believe in vaccines i think vaccines like chris said is are are, are have done good for 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 humanity i just this one you guys are right i'm, I'm with you I, I i don't know i have mixed feelings with it you know i just I don't know. I, but look, at the end of the day, what about if you turn around and say, guys, look, you can't, you can't board an airplane if you don't have a vaccine. What do you do? See, now, um, now we're going back to the freedom. Greece has said that. <laughs> you know? Greece said that because you know? they rely so heavily on the tourist, uh, tourism industry. Uh, they want people to go, but at the same time, they're like, listen, they've been doing relatively well, actually, I think, uh, Greece. Yeah. But that's fine because as long as you're okay to quarantine for the 14 days uh, after, that's kind of fine. So that's kind of imposing a, a vaccine without really imposing it. Where I would have a problem would be if they're imposing it, meaning that they, it, it's a law, like every, everyone needs to get vaccinated. No, I oppose that. No, but that's what, when I oppose it. What what happened? What's because ha I'm following what's happening in Greece, and they said if you need to travel, you need to have done the test. So uh, there has to be some sort of evidence that you need to provide in order to show that I've I've done the the, the vaccine. Sorry. Yeah, but that's fine. That's yeah. like, there's no problem. But I mean, well, I mean, if they said, look, you have to be vaccinated in order to come into our country, that's a lot worse. Yeah. But that's that that's saying that without really saying it. You're yeah. kind of in, you're kind of saying that, but you're, you're you're not really saying it directly. It's not an explicit uh, demand. Right, that's the difference. But but yeah, I I even find that I even find that a little bit of a drastic measure. Well, I think it's going to come to that, and like I, for countries like that, that depend so heavily on that uh, sector, on that industry, uh, they want the people, but they don't want to uh, put themselves in trouble again. Don't forget, in the uh, last year, uh, as long as you still give choices, George, that's what it is. Because if you demand a vaccine to travel, the choice is like you know what, you don't have to travel, so I decide not to travel, so I don't have to take the vaccine. Yeah. Or I'm afraid, and I know it's not Greece's case, but I'm saying in the future, like what I worry about is that if a country demands it from its population, from its citizens, yeah. yes, you must be vaccinated. Yeah, well, you know, a, with a tag, with a number. And exactly. Mm, that's when it that came out where you would have kind of like a vaccination passport or something like that, like oof. a passport where you have to kind of, you know, show that, look, uh, you need that to travel kind of thing. 
We'll see, eh? Yeah, uh, no, no, no. it's not. It, it's not easy. On the corner. Look, mm. I think. I think for, uh, just with respect to Greece, they were very. Um, they were very uh, unique in uh, figuring it out, uh, and they created those uh, tourism corridors last year, where they had an agreement with countries that send, uh, you know, a, a, a huge uh, percentage of tourists to Greece, like Australia, Canada, the U.S. They had some with some European nations where they had created like these agreements. I think they called them uh, tourism corridors, and basically it meant that if your people want to travel to my country, they need to take a test uh, before they leave. And uh, once they come here, we will take care of them and make sure they're tested over here as well. And before they come back to your country, we will make sure that they're tested here before they they, they board the plane. So they had this kind of mutual agreement, and mm-hmm. it, the, it 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 worked it worked out pretty well. Like everybody thought that after summertime, Greece was going to explode, and it it didn't it wasn't the case. So they were able to maintain it that way. So I'm yeah, sure. no, but that's fine because that's the I don't have a problem with that. That's yeah, to make sure that you yeah. don't have the virus. That's but right. Make, making sure or proving that you've got vaccinated is another thing. Yeah. No, but that's what he said before. Before what George said was that was, yeah, was yeah, making yeah, sure that when people come into the country, it was just testing. It's that's, not that, proving that it was yeah. exactly that's different because it's like, look, you're safe, right? You've got I mean, you got tested, you don't have the virus, you're low risk, come in. But hey, you don't come in unless you're vaccinated. I'm saying it just goes. The problem yeah. goes to another level. I said, so no, I agree. So, guys, what are what is today's topic? Was that a, <laughs> was that the introduction to the topic? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we 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 didn't yeah we didn't have in mind to talk, yeah. but we did. And uh, I don't want it to drag too long because you guys are are. All right, you need to go to bed. So we're gonna we're gonna skip that topic, but it's an interesting one. Uh, we want we want yeah, for next time, man. For next time, yeah. We we wanted uh, we wanted to talk about our wives and how they have a problem understanding the concept of time and distance. Uh, so yeah, we don't, we don't we don't have time to get onto this uh, today. So we're gonna we're gonna push that back. So keep an eye out for that one. Uh, I think we I think. I don't know about you guys. I'm definitely in that boat. Like my wife has no idea about uh, time, how long she needs to get ready, <laughs> where <laughs> she has to drive, how long she takes. Like it just doesn't compute. I think I, I didn't want to change the topic. We were we were off, so I I felt that you know it was gonna it was gonna be a little awkward if we uh, switched it. But uh, yeah, this is gonna be a, a definitely an episode that we're gonna carry on to some other. Um, some other time, probably this month or the next, for sure. Uh, and maybe we can bring uh, Pano back. Yeah, yeah, we got to bring him back now, man. He's part always, of always a pleasure. This, this was supposed to be your topic, and uh, we we dipped into the COVID, but it's okay. Um, anything else? Any final uh, closing remarks? Again, no. this is your cue, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. We're good. We're good. Time to go to bed. <laughs> we ended the exact same way we started. <laughs> there you go, man. We're consistent. Perfect. All right, we're guys. consistent. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, again, once again, uh, subscribe, like, comment, share, do all that beautiful stuff. Support uh, the channel. Support uh, the podcast. We do appreciate it. Uh, thank you once again, and we'll see you all on the next episode. Ciao. Ciao.